G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's turn our attention to really what we might be able to term survival for those who are doing it tough, having lost jobs or had working hours cut. Often we tend to want to rely on our credit cards just to get by or Debts that can snowball until they're completely out of our control. Well, ongoing support announced in the recent federal budget will be a lifeline for some, but not everyone is captured in that safety net. As many as 1.6 million people have been left stranded in poverty on Job Seeker. Well, Rosie Kendall is CEO of Christians Against Poverty, offering a lifeline to people who are trapped in debt. Rosie's back with us. Hi, Rosie. Welcome back to 2020. Hello. Thank you for having me. Rosie, let's start with this figure. Uh, 1.6 million stranded in poverty. That was a number that the Australian Council of Social Services came up with and mm-hmm. uh, an accurate reflection of the fact that this is a big problem that so many people mm-hmm. are now getting stranded in poverty and uh, likely getting into debt. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. around that number? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a staggering number. It's an increase in what um, we were facing pre pre COVID, and all prediction is that um, it will increase, um, and that it's going to increasingly become a problem as more of the kind of things that have been um, put in place by the government, very kind of you know, there's been things that have been really successful at stopping people from getting stuck in that position. But um, those of us that are around people that are more, more vulnerable, um, probably a good way to describe it, people that are, are less resilient to financial shock, um, are, yeah, I mean, the, the, that number of people is, is going to, has increased and will continue to increase and um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's worrying. It's um, it's something that I think that um, we should all be looking at and be concerned with, and trying to work out well what what can we do, both individually, corporately, to be part of the solution for people that are trapped in that situation. Lots of us might find ourselves stranded, and mm. you might be one of those 1.6 million. Uh, lots of those, though, will be anticipating, and with some sense of optimism, that they might bounce back as things begin to recover. This idea of bouncing back, though, doesn't happen so easily for some. What are your thoughts for some who really get stuck in a, a really pessimistic and woe is me and this is the end of the world type attitude? Is that something that's typical for people who get to you and, uh, and you discover that they really are mired in debt? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's multiple stories and layers to that, I think. The, um, your first comment of um, people that think that, you know, they'll spring spring back can um, also be an, an issue and a problem because um, there can be a temptation to um, kind of continue with current spending or your 
um, living expenses and not really face the reality of the current situation that people are facing and that obviously can cause problems and um, for people later down the track when you anticipate you are going to find work again but maybe that job doesn't come and so trying to make as many changes to those um expenses sooner rather than later is really 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 helpful where where people can but yeah I mean I think you were speaking to the fact that um, people um, get knocked back especially I mean um, around this idea of unemployment and people not being able to earn the income that maybe they were or that they um, perceive they need to and that can put you in a very difficult uh, mental state you know actually it's not just about unemployment but you're now in a position where you're um, concerned about your future you don't know where your money is going to come from you lose confidence immensely quickly when you're unemployed and that speaks to your value and your identity and actually it's very very easy for someone in a situation where they've lost a job or had um, a change of circumstance to become very down on their situation very quickly and then you know once you've lost hope um, as you were describing it's actually very difficult then to kind of take that first step out of that situation and specifically um, a lot of our clients are in unmanageable debts they've got um, debts that they can't repay debts that maybe once um, were affordable and now unaffordable and it's very difficult to take those first steps um, to get out of that situation when you're clouded by um, lots of um, yeah difficult the difficult situation that you're in. Rosie, what about ages here? If a young person loses a job and they're mm-hmm. on social security for a while, uh, there's mm-hmm. risks there, of course, that they might not get the right start and then progress on to good things. But what about at the older end of the spectrum when you've got people who are in their middle years or approaching mm-hmm. retirement and they've lost their job, lost their income, and then they've got burgeoning debt How does it affect people at that older end? Uh, Do you find that you're dealing with younger people or older people? Give us some insights here. Yeah, I mean, I I would say that in in general, the people that we help are across a wide spectrum of of ages. I'm actually always really, really shocked and surprised by... um, there's, there's, a, there's a large percentage of clients that we help that are in that elderly bracket. So and they're actually either nearing or in retirement. And the situation that they find themselves in is not the one that they have planned. So maybe there's an investment that they were um, banking on coming off and it all goes terribly wrong. Um, or they've um, got an illness or a care or um, illness that they weren't expecting to have to pay for and they suddenly find themselves with with debts that they felt unable to avoid but now they're unable to pay. And um, I think that the mental strain is heavy for lots of, for different reasons, whether you're young and actually you're under that burden and while, yes, you've got more time to repay those or potentially for, as an out. out on look at the um, more potential to get employment. I think when you're in it, it's still very, very difficult. But if you imagine being, you know, kind of, it's not, I heard a story of a, some of the people that, that we've been helping recently in their 70s 
Um, you know, if you imagine being in that situation where you've got debts and you know that you're, you're not of an employable age anymore, maybe you've not even been in work for the last five, ten years and you're in a situation where you know there is no physical way on your own that you are able to um, get out of that situation, it can... Yeah, that, I mean, we talked about being trapped in poverty earlier. That it can, that's how it feels. You're very stuck and don't know who to turn to and don't know who to have and who to ask for help. And there's obviously um, um, normally great shame as well associated with a situation like that. It's not how people imagined their life would be at that age. And so to ask for help is often very, very difficult um, because, um, yeah, that they... Um, I think our perception is that we um, could have avoided it or and often the situation is quite unavoidable um, and um, we're able to hopefully give grace and understanding and help people get out of that situation. Rosie, give us some ideas about what you might do if you find yourself the debts are rising and mm-hmm. uh, you're thankful for the unemployment benefit uh, you're thankful mm-hmm. to be on social security, but you know it can't last forever. You've got to get back into the workforce, but the debts are getting out of control. Things are getting harder. What's the sort of thing you ought to do at that point when you recognise that things are getting tighter and tighter each day? Yeah, well, I think the tempting thing for all of us is to um, hope for a better day and think, you know, kind of it will it will change. My advice for anyone that maybe finds themselves in that situation where um, they've lost a job unexpectedly, they now find themselves on job seeker. That job seeker payment has just decreased by fifty percent, and um, what maybe was feeding the family now isn't feeding the family, and they're either using credit to continue to keep food on the table or they're um, trying to still um, service debt that they've had um, previously, that um, the sooner you're able to look at that situation, the sooner we're um, you know, asking for help from someone like CAP um, to talk to your creditors and have a really open dialogue with them. Um, often... There's more that you can do the sooner that you deal with it in terms of changing um, outgoing expenses or arranging a hold arrangement with a with a with a credit card or um, being able to renegotiate terms on a mortgage or what you know kind of whatever it is and whatever that specific problem is for the individual or family. Um, it can be um, tempting to not deal with it because you know kind of the we could find employment next week or the week after and that probably would solve um, a lot of the issues facing the economic circumstances that we're all probably about to face. Finding employment is going to increasingly become difficult, I think, and therefore I think being, um, yeah, looking at it sooner rather than later is helpful. And what an amazing benefit to know that there is someone on hand who can help you think through the issues and know which step to take next. I do want to point people to Christians Against Poverty. There is a website that you can check out and you yourself may need it or maybe there's a friend or a family member who you can pass on the website for Christians Against Poverty. It's capost.org c-a-p-a-u-s-t.org there's also a helpline 
1300 227 000. That's 1300 227 000. And just quickly, Rosie, you do rely on churches, and we can be talking all over Australia here, but churches mm. can provide good support for people within their community, and you've got some ways that you work with churches when there are people in their communities who really need help. Just give us a little insight here into how you'd like to see more churches on board. Oh, absolutely. I mean, churches are a unique community of people full of grace and love. And what an ideal place um, to have um, people that are struggling, whether that's financial or otherwise, um, come into those amazing um, communities that are there um, built into the very fabric of them is to, to share and to ensure that all have got enough and to look after one another and to um, be an encouragement to each other. And um, so, yeah, I mean, we the, the services that, that we offer are um, to partner with a church to help them to provide um, tools that they can um, reach out into their community to help people around this whole idea of financial well-being and to help people that might be finding themselves in that situation that we've we've talked about, that they're in unmanageable debt and they're stuck in that situation. But it might actually be that they're not quite that far or that deep into um, the being in unmanageable debt, but actually they feel quite vulnerable because of their financial situation or they're actually feeling quite out of control with um, their financial situation and um, need need help to find freedom in that area, then um, hopefully through a partnership with CAP, you can feel empowered as the church to um, provide those services um, in your community. Well, let me give that website, C-A-P-A-U-S-T, it's capost.org, the website of Christians Against Poverty. The helpline is 1300-227-000. Rosie Kendall is CEO of Christians Against Poverty in Australia. Uh, Rosie, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us once again today on 2020. No problem. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.